5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, happy Tuesday, everybody. Glad that you are back and listening once again. And uh, today we're going to talk about um, hope. Uh, it came across the, you know, my my radar. Hope is one of the major themes of Advent. If you are familiar, they have this whole Advent candles. There's usually four cad Advent candles four weeks in Advent, and then there's the Christ candle in the middle of the Advent wreath. And each one of those has a different theme, and hope is usually depends on on how people, uh, uh, some some places do it differently, but hope is sometimes the first candle uh, that you light. Now, hope, uh, where it came across the board for me was that uh, I had gotten an email from my gym that they said, hey, so we're looking forward to the new year, and so what are your hopes and wishes? And I'm like, what do you, you know, this, the, the, the connotations, the, the words that people use, and I know that this is familiar terminology, even outside of Christianity, we use the word hope, outside of followers of Jesus, outside of people who are, are um, you know, faith-filled people, we use the word hope. Like, hey, I really hope, you know, there's no snow today, or hey, I really hope that I can get home for Christmas this year. I really hope, like we use that like as a wish, and I think that's the reason why those two words kind of get tied up with one another. But that is not the connotation we use the word hope for. Now, hope is the things that we know, right? And there's the, we talked about yesterday, confidence. And we have a confident hope, not like a wishful hope. And I think that's where the two get mixed up. Like we're not sitting here like, oh man, I wonder, I wonder if God's really going to work. No, no, God always works. Do you see it? And there's the big difference. There's a big shift. We have to understand hope and being hopeful is not a wishful thinking, but it is something that we're saying, you know what, like I'm going to uh, be confident. I'm going to be confident of what God has said. I look at Psalm 25 verse 3. No one who hopes in you, God, will ever be put to shame. But shame will come on those who are treacherous without cause. So you see, there's the part that God's even promising us. He's like, hey, like if you're if you're going to hope, then you will never be put to shame as long as you're hoping in the right place. And that's a really big thing because if your hope is placed elsewhere, if your hope is placed in the temporal, if your if your hope is placed in in uh, in the current day relationships or things that are happening, like then you'll be put somewhere along that line, somewhere along the way, you are going to be disappointed. And this is the reason why when our hope is placed in the wrong place, put in the wrong people, put in the you know completely different space, then of course you're going to be disappointed. And this is the reason why that Psalm 25 emphasizes 
when you put your hope in God, right? If you put your hope in, in the one who is already at work, who has never had a beginning, never will have an end, then you'll never be put to shame because that is a confident hope, not a wishful hope. So what are you confidently hoping for? And that is a big um, shift, and it's even a big question because it's not then just the wishful thinking. Then we go back to what has God already said? So I wonder today how many of you are worried about loved ones who maybe have stepped away from faith and, and you are looking at it and thinking, oh man, like I don't know what to do with them. Um, I really hope that they return um, at some point in time. Like it, And so we have to do this. We have to rely on what God has already said. You know, there are people who are going to step away. And there are people who are in their doubts have stepped away. But here's the thing, like just because they're out there doesn't mean that they also are, are um, you know, completely have abandoned the idea of God. You know, there's ideas of things that people are trying to be able to question, and it's better for them to be able to question. And this, I'm not saying that this is the proper way. I'm saying this is a way that has happened. They believe the best place for them to question is not in church. I believe church should be the place where you should question, where you should ask every single question that you, that you have about faith, but some people don't feel safe. So what are you hopeful for? Well, I'm hopeful that somebody is having a conversation with people outside of the church building. The church, the people of God, need to be having these conversations with people outside because that is a place where there's going to be deep relationship. It's the place where you can speak into people's lives and people will listen to you. So let's not be afraid. Let's have conversation. Let's have relationship. And this is the thing that we're hopeful for. We're hopeful that God... And you get where I'm saying here, hopeful, meaning we're already confident. We're already hopefully confident that God is already at work with every single person. God's already at work with the ones that we think, ooh, they've stepped away, they're, you know, they're, they've lost faith. Um, nope, God's still working on them and with them. Let's be confident of that. Why? Because God says that his longing is to see all people come to the knowledge of salvation. Not some, not a few, but all. So God is on the, on the move. God's out there working, and we can trust that today. So what are you confidently hopeful for? Answer that question. And we'll be back again tomorrow. Take care. <laughs>